0: So I took my son, who's 14 years old, out mushroom hunting over the weekend. It was later than we normally go, and the sun goes down much earlier, but we were taking a quick trail to the river and back in hopes of finding turkey tails or chanterelles. We took a wrong turn and ended up going through a big field, which would eventually take us back around to the main trail near the river. As we walked towards the main trail, the last group of people had left, and it was just me and my son. We walked along, and out of a thicket side trail came this weird man. He had a dog with him that was alert at his side. He was staring at us as we walked closer towards him. Then he started waving at us, this really weird, slow wave. I was immediately uncomfortable and goosebumpy, but didn't want to be impolite, so I half-heartedly waved back, while staring back and telling my son to slow up a little. I didn't want to actually meet up at the junction. After nearly a full minute of us dawdling, the guy slowly turned around, and began walking down the trail towards the main trail. I was wary walking down, didn't want to go too fast, and we stopped to look at some plants. So the guy and dog got further down this trail, which curved to the right, and continued on two blocks to the junction. I was thinking, if this was a creepy let's not meet, this dude will be waiting right around the corner. And sure enough, he was standing at the junction, standing slightly off to the left, in between my son, myself, and the parking lot, while to the right was a point six trail to the river. Dude was just standing there with his dog, staring at us, not moving at all. Both my son and I were eerily taken aback by this. We decided that we'd keep wide to the right, and saying, he looks old, so we can probably run faster than him and just generally planning for the worst-case scenario. You know, just in case. He kept staring at us as we approached. I asked if he was okay, as I kept my stare right back at him. He was greasy-haired, tiny round glasses, a blue windbreaker, plaid long shorts, probably about 50 years old. His dog was a small beagle mix, and he didn't answer me at all. Just kept staring. We turned to the right, walk about a block, I had my phone cam facing me so I could watch him over my shoulder, and the only movement was him slowly shifting his direction to continue staring at us. I didn't say anything else to him, it was moderately unsettling his stare, but what made it more so was his lack of response, emotionless face, weird tiny glasses, and his slow zombie wave at us was the cherry on top of this situation. He did end up leaving, because on our way back, he was no longer standing on the main trail, which was a relief to both my son and I. But as we make it back to the parking lot, and just about get into the car, my son's gaze finds the only other car in the parking lot at this point, a blue pickup truck, and I'll give you one guess as to who was in the driver's seat. We didn't sit around to parse through more of the details, and as we hightailed it out of there, we had to drive right by the truck to hit the exit. And the entire time we drove, this man's gaze followed us. And while his truck didn't move an inch, while he didn't exit like we did, his stare was enough to give me the chills the entire way home. It just leaves me wondering, what did he want? Brief setting and context before I get into this story. I'm a woman in my 30s caring for my elderly parents so I'm staying in a downstairs room in my childhood home at the moment and this story unfolded just about an hour ago the window in my room faces the main street which is an average residential street in a fairly quiet area the bed faces the window I often leave the window open at night since I need it to be cool to sleep and I haven't really had to worry about it since there's a cabinet with an aquarium in front of the window area not blocking the window from view, and I can reach to open and close it, but it would make it difficult for someone to climb in. My dog, Sable, also always sleeps in the room with me. While she's a sweet-natured, medium-sized dog who doesn't look the least bit threatening, she's a fantastic guard dog in that she's always alert to any noises and will stand her ground, bark, and growl if she senses a threat. So again, I've never really worried about that open window. After tonight, though, I won't be able to not worry about it. It started at maybe 3.30, 4 a.m. sometime. I was awake. Since I care for my parents, I often have disrupted sleep patterns, and I'm awake at odd hours. I was reading a book and heard Sable growl, low and deep. Then she jumped off the bed and began pacing a bit, looking at the window before jumping up at the cabinet by the window barking. I shouted, Hey, we're calling the police. My dog will bite. Just in case there was someone there. I went to look out the curtains to the side, but I didn't see anything. I pulled the curtains closed again and made sure to pull the right curtain over, then drew the left side curtain, the one that covers the open part of the window, all the way over covering the right side curtain too, tucking it down so any wind wouldn't be able to move it. I wasn't really alarmed then, It's a fairly quiet residential street, but there are foxes around that we sometimes hear, and occasionally someone passing by or the neighbor's gate next door will make Sable growl or bark. But she doesn't usually react the way she did this time. She'll usually growl, but stay on the bed, and her reaction was much stronger than normal. I thought that even if it was someone scoping out the window to potentially burgle, they'd seen now that the room was occupied by a person and a dog and would go find an easier target. But mainly, I guess it was just a random noise she'd heard outside. I was wrong. It was a good half hour or more later, after I'd relaxed and thought I might doze off soon. But I heard her growl again. A really serious, deep, and low growl. And I listened again, thinking it might be foxes or something. But I heard what sounded like deep, horror movie breathing noises. Like the heavy breathing sounds a pervert makes down the phone to his stalking victim in a film, I sat up, looked up at the window, and my heart stopped. The curtain had been pulled back and lifted at the bottom, like someone was peering under it and I could still hear the heavy breathing. I shouted, hey, again, and moved from the bed to the side of the window so I could see past the curtain and saw the figure of a man move away from the window to the right towards the front door, and then exit out of the front garden. Too dark to make out features or clothing, it was just a dark male figure. Shaking, I immediately thought that since I knew he'd moved away, and was it at or under the window, I reached and pulled it shut, grabbed my phone, and called for emergency services. One thing that creeps me out in hindsight is that it would have taken a few seconds for me to move from the bed to the side of the window and that was after I'd shouted, and he knew he'd been seen. But he must have stayed there even knowing I'd seen him, until I moved the curtain and could see out. Then he moved away. The heavy breathing also had to be deliberate. It was so loud, like someone was trying to frighten me. While on the phone with the police, I went around the ground floor of the house turning lights on, making sure the rest of the house was still secure, and it was. Very careful to lock doors and all other windows at night, and everything looked undisturbed. Two patrol officers came shortly before 5am and took the report. They suggested asking the neighbors if they have camera footage and to let them know of a potential prowler in the area tomorrow, and they went to drive around the area, saying that they'd be wanting to know what someone was doing wandering around at 5am. Since the dark men I only saw the shape of a person, no real description. I doubt that they can do much. I couldn't even be 100% certain it was a man. But the breathing and the figure I saw instantly made me think of a man. The outline of his head looked smooth, so either bald or wearing a tight cap, and his height would have had to be between 5'10 and 6'1. I'm still shaken, but feeling angry and violated, and wishing we had a camera system now. I'll be looking into that. I never thought anything like this would happen. Don't have any enemies, no recent exes, no one I know of harboring any grudges. Since I'm caring for my folks full-time now, I'm not out socializing or making any enemies. Nor are my elderly and disabled parents. I'm on the wrong side of 35, living in jeans or joggers and t-shirts, no makeup or fussing with hair most of the time, so not a likely target for a peeping Tom pervert. If it wasn't my dog who alerted me to something both times, I'd wonder whether I was half asleep and dreamt it. That I'd maybe imagined it. I've had hallucinations once as a result of a bad reaction to a medicine, but that was more than a decade ago, and hasn't happened before or since. And I learned how to test my reality in times I was worried about whether something really happened or not from a psychologist when I asked how I could ever trust my own senses again after that reaction to the meds. They said that to be sure something was real, to see if other people can see or hear the thing too. Or if it's a noise or voice outside, can I see someone or something that explains the noise? If so, it's not likely to be a hallucination if it's both oral and visual perceptions match up. The dog sent someone there first, and then I heard and saw someone. I wasn't dreaming or imagining it. I don't use drugs and almost never drink. I'm scientifically minded, And don't believe in ghosts. And while I love a good horror film, I'm rarely freaked out by them anymore. I guess I'm too old and cynical. I have to think it was someone who was looking to burgle a house. But for the fact that they came back so much later. Maybe someone on drugs. Or having a mental health episode. Or, and this one bothers me most, someone who wanted to scare me. But why? Who? They know where we live. Are they going to keep coming back new fears keep popping into my mind like most nights i'm up at some point late or in the very early hours and will let the dog outside in the garden for a quick pee and then i'm suddenly aware of how easy it would be to attack and gain entry then there's a passage around the side of the house to go from the front to the back garden with only a small side gate meant to keep the dog confined not designed to keep others out It would be easy for someone to access, then hide against the back of the house, completely hidden from view. They were bold enough to come back a second time, even knowing a person and dog were in the room, perhaps hoping I would have fallen asleep by then. They seemed to be trying to deliberately scare me when they returned the second time, doing that deep breathing noise, and staying by the window even after I'd shouted. In those few seconds it would have taken for me shouting out, until I reached the window, and could move the curtains to see out. They could have moved and been long out of sight, but they'd stayed there until there was a chance I could see them, only then moving away. The breathing noises, and then the coldness that ran through me when I actually saw a man moving away from the window will haunt me forever, along with the question of their motives. Were they trying to scare me? Why? And what's to stop them from coming back? This happened about 15 years ago. I was 21 years old and living in my very first apartment. It was a small bachelorette apartment in a sketchy area. I grew up in a town that was known to be rough and tough, so I knew how to handle myself and learned at a young age to keep my head down and not to go looking for trouble. My apartment building was behind a bar. A lot of customers of the bar would stand outside to smoke. When they stood outside to smoke, they would be looking at my apartment. Most of the people who were out smoking kept to themselves. A few would nod and say hello if I passed by, but never any issues. Until one evening. One night, I came home from work. I passed the bar and saw this extremely tall man outside smoking. As I passed, he stared at me. I gave him a slight nod, but he didn't acknowledge me at all. He just continued to stare blankly. While it made me uncomfortable in the moment... I didn't think much of it. About an hour later, I'm comfortable in my room when I hear a knock on my door. It was odd, because you have to buzz people into the building. The building only had eight apartments, and I didn't really know any of my neighbors, so I couldn't imagine who would be knocking. I froze because I really didn't want to talk to anyone either, but the knocking continued, more feverish and louder. I finally shouted, Who is it? Who's there? And the voice said, It's Tom. I didn't know anyone named Tom, so I shouted back, I don't know anyone by that name. You must have the wrong apartment. The voice said, You may not know me, but I know you. Open up so we can talk. I went over to the peephole, and it was the same tall dude from the bar. I loudly said, F*** off or I'm calling the cops. I heard his footsteps walk away, and heard the building door open, and then close once more. He was gone, at least for the moment. A few minutes later, I peeked out the window, and he was standing in the parking lot. He seemed to be talking to himself, and at this point, I'm rightly freaking out. I called my landlord, who lived in the building next to me. He told me to call the police, and then in the meantime, he and his brother would come check things out. I call the police and tell them what's going on. They said that a car is on the way. Meanwhile, my landlord and his brother make their way out to the parking lot. I watch out my window and see them approach Tall Dude. Tall Dude takes one glance at them and then bolts. My landlord and his brother try to chase him, but he got away. About five minutes later, The police arrive. I give my version of events and also a description of the man. The officer at that point puts his pen back into his pad, stares back at me, and says, We've had reports of a man matching that description who's been assaulting women. Thank God you didn't open the door. A few days later, I get a call from the officer. He told me part of their investigation was talking to the owner of the bar and letting him know the situation. The owner called the police when Tall Dude reappeared after a few days, and the police promptly responded and arrested him. By all accounts, this was the same man accused of all those other assaults, and as if to reiterate something that I'm sure doesn't need any saying, thank god I didn't open my door that night.